you are about to experience a message from South Lake Church, a church who gathers together 10.30 a.m. Sunday mornings at Hometown Heroes Park in League City, Texas. And here at South Lake, it's about relationships with Jesus. And we do this as we engage, grow, and share Jesus in our community relationships. Make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Stay up to date with all that's happening here at South Lake Church. Lord, be with us now as we hear your word. In your name we pray. Amen. So here at Gloria Day at South Lake, we're going through these next couple of weeks talking about spiritual gifts. And spiritual gifts are these things, these fruit, keyword fruit, of the Spirit. And how we receive this fruit, these gifts, is because the Lord Jesus promised us that the Holy Spirit would be sent to be with us. And so today we're going to be talking through what that promise is, but the next couple of weeks, how we live and experience the Holy Spirit together as we share the love of God outside these doors, but also among ourselves. So talking about this and thinking about this this week, who is the Holy Spirit or what is the Holy Spirit in our lives? I couldn't help but thinking, it kind of, Holy Spirit reminds me, and I can't believe I'm saying this, kind of like a blankie. The Holy Spirit is sort of like our blankie. What do I mean by that? Has anybody ever been scared in their life? And if you know our hand is not raised up, you're lying. You probably should come to church. So when we're scared, and for those, when we're younger, so if any of the kids can shout out, you hold on something when you get scared, is there something that you have when you go to sleep at night? Something when you go to dark places or go and travel? Is there something that you hold on to? Mm-hmm. Who, what, what do you hold on there, Philip? A crocodile? Are we going to stuff crocodile? I know some of you might have a platypus, maybe. I don't know who. <laughs> what are other things that we hold on to when we get scared? Every remember as a kid? Seth, you want to admit to something? Even volunteer too. A bear bear. Bear bear. That's a. I know about Teddy Ruxpin. He's about the same age as me. There. Uh, yes, we have those things. But of course, as we grow up as adults, right? We don't no longer need blankies, right? We don't need that thing to keep us safe, or do we? Anybody ever prepare for a sports game with a certain routine, your favorite pair of cleats, or a certain jersey or something? Uh-huh. How about in high school? What about band or uh, maybe a performance? Is there something that you do to help give you confidence? Yeah, maybe. Some people are smiling because they know their kids do something. But as adults, we do this too. I mean, think about this. When we get a new outfit, and so I'm going to speak for a guy in this one. When you get a new pair of jeans or a shirt, maybe some piece of jewelry that gives you like just, when you put it on, you feel comfortable, you feel confident. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, I feel confident wearing a ring. It's okay. Uh, so we have that. Or put in a nice outfit. What are other things? Well, for myself, I actually have, and I left it here. In my office, I have a couple things that reminds me about those who came before me. So this is a picture of my great-great-grandfather. This picture was taken over 100 years ago. 
He was a circuit rider. What that means is he was a pastor helping to start new churches. But where I'm with all of us together, he actually rode a horse to multiple towns to help share Jesus. So this is a reminder for me, keep doing it. There's others before you. And I have other things. Now, do I believe that because I have this, I have my grandfather's spirit here? No. But it's a reminder of those gone before me. It kind of acts like a blinky. I think all of us have those things. Maybe a chair, a picture of a grandparent. Those things we hold on to that when we feel scared or have doubts, to remind us it's going to be okay. And the reason I bring that up is because, you know what? We all have that. We all have that need for a blinky. Now, I keep on bringing the term blinky. Who's a famous person who held a blinky? Linus, that's right. And I got reminded today, Linus only dropped, let go of his blinky one time. Does anybody have, feel comfortable enough dropping their blinky for a second? What was that one time Linus dropped the blinky? When he shared the Christmas story. It's amazing how we talk about God, that's the one time you don't need your blinky. In a sense, Linus may be one of the first people to drop the mic. And as we go through our lives, our lives together here, when we have that fear, it's easy to feel to hold on to something. Well, guess what? Our the disciples, those who have been in the church long ago before us, have had those same feelings. And that's where our reading today reminds us what the true blanky is. If you want to, join me. It's in your bulletins here. We're going to John chapter 16. Let me explain what's going on here. So if you have your Bibles, take a moment. It's the last quarter of the Bible there. And as you open up to John 16, what's happening, this is starting to be the end of Holy Week. Jesus just had dinner with all of his disciples, all his top people who were following him. He keeps them talking about this death that he's about to experience. Tensions are high. In fact, the whole city is populated because it's Passover. So there's people in all the streets and people's homes. It's filled up. There's a buzz in the air. There's also military soldiers marching through the streets to keep peace and order. There's a lot of tension in the air. I've been thinking about this myself, trying to put myself in these shoes. Honestly, I think the closest person who might be feeling this right now might be a kid in Iran. A country right now with a whole bunch of stuff that's happening. So these are what the disciples and Jesus are playing. That kind of tension. That kind of scary about what's going to happen next. And so as we're gathering together, Jesus shares with him that I'm going to be leaving you. Think about that. In the highest point of time and need, the teacher, the rabbi says, I'm leaving. And I need to leave. Think about that. I need to leave. But as I leave, Instead, of, as you grieve, but in fact, it's best for you that I go away. Because if, if I don't, the advocate won't come. Jesus is letting his disciples know that as I leave, somebody is coming to help support you, encourage you, comfort you, even more than I can right now. I've been, as I've been reading through that this week, what that reminds me of is back in high school, hopefully you guys can relate to this, is having that one coach, teacher, that person that poured into you, that supported you, that helped you go through all your trials, that either left to go to a different school, or maybe you left to either go on to work or college. 
That was a really hard time to go through that, to have that kind of conversation. Jesus is having that conversation with his disciples. He's telling them, I'm leaving you now. It's time for you to go on to next steps. But as I leave, someone's coming. A comfort. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and God's righteousness of the coming judgment. World sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available as I go to the Father, and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the rule of this world has already been judged. There is so much more I want to tell you, but I can't bear it now. But when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling whatever he receives from me. So Jesus is saying, as I am leaving you, the Father is bringing someone to come in, an advocate, to be with you, to comfort you, to be your spiritual linking. And as you go through the life, the trials are about to happen. Because again, people can feel that tension. They know there's something about to happen with their group. The Lord is sending a spirit, a comforter, to be with his people. And what's really cool is the reason why we are all here today is because that comforter came for those disciples. They encourage them. They support them through all those trials that they continue to share the love in who this Jesus was. Now, as I've been working through this, as we hear that, we have to remember who the disciples were. These aren't grown men going, all right, Lord, we can take this on. These are high school aged boys. They're about to lose their teacher, their rabbi. What he's saying is, we're still going to be here to comfort you and support you. Think about the power of what that means, what that has now for us to hear that they continue that message. It's a reminder that who Jesus is, but also the power that he has, that he can continue to support us with the presence of the Spirit. Then, if you have the Bible app, you'll see how we know that Spirit works. Here's a cool way to test the Spirit. Is say out loud, if you can, with me, Jesus is Lord. Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Lord. The reason why I had you say that, because we continue reading what those disciples did and those who heard, that those who have the Spirit have the ability to call Jesus as Lord. Unfortunately for the people back then, they didn't understand that or really know who the Lord was. Yet through the Spirit, people could say that and spread that good news. Good news that we've heard today. So the question becomes now for all of us, if the Holy Spirit is a blinking to comfort us, to be with us, because of the life and death of Jesus, what does that mean going forward? Well, we're going to talk about the next couple weeks that the Spirit gives us fruit. Keyword fruit. Know us. And out of that fruit are all different gifts that he gives on us. And as the body of Christ, all of us, in some different way, the Spirit works to help share that message. We have different gifts, different abilities. And we're going to work together as Southlake to actually learn about our abilities together. But with the idea that we can send it outside these doors to share with others. This is this awesome joy. And if you ever have doubts or wonder if the Holy Spirit's with you, just say out loud, Jesus is Lord. Say that with me. Jesus is Lord, which means the Spirit is with us right now. 
This is what's so cool and powerful. And so that's why together now as we leave here in these next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about how his, these gifts share about this goodness of Jesus. Because as he left his disciples, the advocate came for us so we could share about his love. I don't know about you, that's exciting. That's fun. We're going to talk about more after the sermon about what the next steps are with that. Because we're going to be online filling this out. Yeah, I already heard of it. Mm. I know a lot of people have taken spiritual gifts before, but we're going to do this together because as the body of Christ, it's important to know these gifts. And as we use these gifts, we get to share the good news. Amen. Thank you for taking time to hear a message from South Lake Church. And as we engage, grow, and share Jesus together, make sure to click subscribe on your favorite player. Way to stay up to date that's all happening here at South Lake Church here in League City, Texas.